0: Hey you guys, welcome back to Hayati. This is your girl Jasmine. And today's topic on episode 4 of Hayati, uh, we're going to be talking about domestic violence. Everybody say hello to Saeed.
1: Hello, mama.
0: (laughs) Um, So domestic violence is a kind of touchy topic for me. Um, I myself has, I myself have experienced domestic violence, sadly. However, um, through my, you know, research and talking to people, it's a very common thing, unfortunately, um, it's it's very sad that it's a common thing, but, um, so that is what we're going to be discussing today. Um, so, for starters, uh. What is domestic violence? Sounds like a crazy question, right? But it's not. You want a boy? Mm -hmm. Have a seat. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're giving kisses? Thank you, man. (laughs) Oh, smoothie face. Say, your tablet. Oh, oh, there it is. I was going to say it's there. It says this. Have a seat, man. Come on it's it uh it sounds like a crazy question but it really isn't however um it is something that could be clarified you know um because just having a uh, domestic you know dispute as far as like maybe being a, a fight um and, you know, the one person may be assaulting the other is definitely a lot more. You got domestic violence that includes, you know, um, manipulation and controlling behaviors and things like that. So um, to be clear what domestic violence is, um, it is to and this is according to the um, National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, and that's NCADV.org, NCADV.org, National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Their definition, and this is um, a decent statement. So, um, their definition is the willful intimidation, physical assault, battery. Sexual assault and/or other abusive behaviors as part of a systematic pattern of power and control perpetrated by one intimate partner against another. That sounds like a mouthful, but that is correct. Um, in addition, it is defined as it includes physical violence, sexual violence psychological violence and emotional abuse. Um, The frequency and severity of domestic violence can vary dramatically and however the one constant component of domestic violence is one's partner's consistent effort to maintain power and control over the other. And some might say well well, wouldn't, wouldn't someone recognize that they're in domestic violence? Um, that is not always the case. I was actually one of those people um, who did not recognize it. Um, I remember um, it was I was getting healthcare treatment, and you know, like, maybe I hit a stage of depression or something. You know, I was worried. You know, I wasn't my normal self, and um, I told the doctor, you know what I have been gone through, and mine, for example, did not start physical. Um, it was just certain patterns and behaviors that went on, and the social worker at that time that was actually in my room, she was like, you know, you're in domestic violence. And I'm like, what? No, nah, no, nah, that ain't true. like." <laughs> No, mm -mm. I didn't want to believe it, Um, never experienced anything like that, you know, I was just thinking, you know, not me, Um, couldn't happen to me, Uh, but she said uh, at the time, he just hasn't hit you, and three months later from that appointment, um, it became physical, Uh, and it was scary. Um so let's see. Um other information about domestic violence. Domestic violence is an epidemic affecting individuals in every community. Um age, economic status, sexual orientation, gender, race, religion or nationality, it does not matter. Everyone experiences it. Um I actually follow on Instagram um domestic violence hashtag I want
1: more juice. more juice juice.
0: you look like juice do you want this pour it in the bottle okay so um i follow on instagram a hashtag of domestic violence have a seat, site and actually one of the things that came across my feed was a uh, organization this is in India um, the organization is in India and they talk about you know um, domestic violence and you know basically creating awareness and creating an opportunity for someone to reach out it talks about the legal aspects of domestic violence you know um, especially for you um, married couples, a lot of times you do see um, domestic violence within marriages and, um, you know, wives will not want to leave you know, or they're threatened should I say, so they're threatened that they shouldn't leave you know, because if they do, then there's a potential that their partner would you know, become abusive or may um, even try to kill them um, the other thing is, you know, it's just, like I said, it was creating oh awareness. Mommy. so your tablet needs to charge, honey. To charge? Yeah, you have to charge your tablet. It's dead. So, um, yeah, um. Domestic violence does not have specifically a face. Any and everybody can be affected, male or female, no matter what your religion is. If you make a lot of money or not, Like none of that is relevant when it comes to domestic violence. Um, so with that being said, um, I would like to say if anyone is out there if that is experiencing or believe that they may be in a domestic violence relationship and wants help, there is a confidential and anonymous uh, 24-7 domestic line. It is the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Um, their phone number is 1-800-799-7233-SAFE. Um, 7233 spells out safe, but 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-7233. Um, um, the other thing so as I said earlier uh, when I was experiencing my domestic violence um, I, w- I wasn't you know really aware um, that I was actually in it in the beginning stages and actually the <clears throat> National Coalition Against Domestic Violence mentions on their website that it is not always easy to determine in the early stages of a relationship if one person will become abusive um, it is one of those things that intensifies you know or becomes more prevalent over time um, and even the abuser themselves may often seem wonderful and perfect in the beginning but over time they become more aggressive and controlling um, as the relationship continues so um, the next topic within domestic violence is, what does abuse include? Um, as I said earlier, um, it can be a multitude of things, uh, physical, verbal, mental, course, psychological. But um, it is described as, uh, it begins with behaviors that may easily be dismissed or downplayed, such as name-calling, threats, possessiveness, or distrust. Abusers may apologize profusely uh, for their actions or try to convince the person that they are abusing that they do these things out of love or care. And that, no. Just, I'll definitely say that is not love. First and foremost, like if they love you, they definitely would not do that to you. Bottom line. Um, and oftentimes I can say as someone who who has been in domestic violence, um, you will sit there and contemplate with yourself and try to convince yourself, you know, like, oh, they wouldn't do that. It's out of love. I eat. Don't do that. Close the door. Watch your fingers. What do you have? Thank you. Um, um. So yeah. Uh. What basically starts out as something that is believed, basically, that's believed to be harmless, such as wanting the victim to spend all their time alone with them because they love them so much, it eventually escalates into an extreme control and abuse. She's going for a walk. She'll be back. She'll be back. Um. Uh, to just give you an example, in that case would be like threatening to kill or hurt the person um, or their partner, um, others if they speak to family, friends, etc. Uh, some, just to give you some examples of abusive tendencies that include but are not limited to one, meaning it could be multiple things, um, telling the victim that they can never do anything right. Showing jealousy of the victim's family and friends and time spent away. uh, Accusing the victim of cheating. Keeping or discouraging the victim from seeing friends or family members. um, Embarrassing or shaming the person with put-downs. Controlling every penny they spend in the household. Taking, you know, the victim's money or refusing to give the money for expenses. Expenses? Excuse me. Um, looking at or acting in a way that scare the person that they are abusing, um, other behaviors include controlling, you know, who they see, where they go, what they do, um, the, dictating how the person dresses, you know, what they wear or their hair, um, stalking the victim, uh, monitoring their, you know, every move. It's
1: mommy. Um, it's kind of mommy. Yep,
0: leave it there leave it there um and by monitoring it doesn't just have to physically be monitoring you can be monitoring by or they could be monitoring by the internet you know or devices you know such as like facebook and what you've been posting and gps tracking or the victim's phone hi you want your mommy kiss Mm I love you. Hug, hug. Oh, big hug. Thank you. Mm, Thank you. Mm, okay, have a seat. Mm, um, other behaviors mama, include mama. your tablet has a charge, so i.e., other things include preventing the victim from making their own decisions. Um, telling the victim that they are a bad parent or threatening to hurt, kill, or take away the child or children, Um, threatening to hurt or kill, you know, your friends, loved ones, or pets, intimidating the victim, it's a lot of narcissistic behavior, Um, it's very toxic behavior, your tablet right there, we gotta put it on the charger, give me one second you guys, I'll be right back. Mommy! Mommy! Excuse. Let's charge your tablet. Let's put your
1: tablet in the charger. Wake up. Wake up. Boy, where's the boy go? Boy with his feet. I want to watch boy. You want to watch boy? Well, once you
0: charge your tablet, your tablet charges, we'll put the boy in for you.
1: no charge.
0: Yeah. Let me just plug it in for you. Okay, I'm back, I'm back. Sorry about that, you guys. Um, So, where were we? So, there's a long list of different things that could signal what domestic violence is. Um, Which goes to our next question. Is Is domestic violence always physical abuse? and it is important I will say out, this Mommy. sit back she yep she'll be back it is important to bring to one's attention that domestic yeah. violence does not always um, show itself as physical abuse um, it's emotional it's psychological you know um, and can often be just as extreme as physical abuse it can be exhausting like in the beginning for me i just found myself mentally exhausted before it became physical um some people might say "Well, why didn't you say anything you know um because i thought it would get better over time I, i tried everything in my power to convince myself that it would get better over time um just because there isn't a lot of physical violence that does not mean the abuser is any less dangerous than uh any less dangerous to the victim nor does it mean the victim is any less trapped by the abuse um you know everybody has a breaking point um and the abuse could lead to some people you know Trying to commit suicide and things of that nature Um and you know It's just It's a lot that goes into it And it doesn't like that, necessarily have to be physical It can be psychological And it can be emotional So The other thing is What happens when an abusive relationship ends Um Domestic violence does not always end When the victim escapes the abuser, or tries to terminate the relationship, or um, seeking help. You know, uh, oftentimes it can get worse uh, because the abuser feels a loss of control over the victim, and abusers frequently continue to stalk, harass, threaten, and try to control their victim after the victim this is hard, mommy. This is hard. This In fact. Hard. Mommy's charging your tablet. Yes,
1: baby.
0: Hey, 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 hey. Come on, man. Get it together. Saeed, your tablet is charging in the wall. It's over there. Um, in fact, the victim is often in the most danger directly following their escape of the relationship. And when they seek help, uh, one out of five of homicide victims, one out of five homicide victims with a restraining order are murdered within two days of obtaining that order. One in three are murdered within the first two months. One, to, uh, one out of three are murdered within the first two months um unfair blame is frequently put on upon uh put upon the victim of abuse um because you know they assume uh, they choose to stay in an abusive relationship again unfair blame is oftentimes put on that individual being abused that they chose to stay in an abusive relationship. I see it all the time on Facebook, you know, um, when there is some kind of maybe confrontation or conflict where, you know, you see images where a, a woman um, was battered or, you know, beat up. And I see people put in the comments like, oh, she chose to stay and blah, blah, blah. I even seen one where the lady, she had put up um, a repeat on um, pictures. You know, she put up what her one pictures look like. And I mean, this lady's face was, her her face was bruised really bad. She had a black eye, um, swollen lip, you know, and she went back. Um, people was like, well, she must like it. You know, she went back to it. What? I don't know anybody that likes to be beat up, you know. Um, it's not always easy to walk away. Um, it's, not, it's not always a easy decision to just walk away. Um, it's also, bottom line, it's a matter of being safe when you do get to escape. Because you don't, nobody wants to lose their life, you know. Uh, as well as the abuser choosing to stop abusing that person or other people. Um, there is also, you know, holding the abuser accountable for the abuse yeah. they like. So that includes your, your community, so law enforcement, um, the courts, um, just different things like that. Uh, and I know um, With the current Way our society is You know a lot of people is just like Oh I don't like you know involving the police Or um, I in my case ex- have experienced People saying you know like Oh well you call the police on him And blah 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 You know I've had people hold that over my head You know like you got the law enforcement involved And um, I've had some people say Oh well you uh for the police or you are the police blah 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 okay so when do you consider the person not for the police or not the police when they did that don't make no sense Mm -hmm. so i just feel like you know people should not i don't think people really think about what they're saying especially on social media or they know they, they think about what they say They don't care. I definitely will say a lot of people don't care um, or they're not considerate is more so what I should say. They aren't considerate of what they are saying. And just because they may be stronger, um, you know, they speak harshly and it's just like everybody is not built the same, you know, Um, and until personally, until someone else is in that situation, they don't know how they will react, you know. Um, so I think people should be a little bit more mindful a little bit more considerate of the things they say especially when um, victims of domestic violence start speaking out on their experience with domestic violence Um, and those who are bringing awareness to it um, it's not easy Um, this is honestly a little bit uncomfortable for me you know because I'm bringing attention to it um and some days even though for me it's been I think almost three years um, it sometimes can be very rough it still can be very in my face you know because it's something that you have to live with Um, For the rest of your life knowing that you have overcome it or that you even uh, went through anything in that manner Um, So again with that being said Again, if there is anyone out there that may be experiencing or think they may be experiencing um, a domestic violence situation By all means, please call that domestic violence uh, 24-7 national domestic violence hotline And again, that's the 1-800-799-SAFE, and that's 1-800-799-7233. What makes a relationship abusive?
1: Mommy, Mommy? Green ball,
0: Mommy? No, no green ball, honey. Green ball? Soccer ball tomorrow. Soccer ball? Yep, tomorrow for outside. Um, every relationship differs, you know, um, but what is most common within all abusive relationships is the varying tactics used by abusers to gain and maintain power to control that, you know, the person. Um, three in 10 women and one in 10 men in the United States have experienced rape physical violence and or stalking by an intimate partner intimate partner or a former partner and reported at least one impact related to experiencing these or other forms of violence behavior in that relationship. So for example, they they felt fear, um, there was concern for their safety, uh, need for health care, injury, uh, needed for housing services, you know, uh, victim advocacy series, uh, legal services, or missed worker schools. Um, physical and sexual assaults of threats, um, to commit them, are the most apparent forms of domestic violence and are usually the actions that make others aware of the problem. Uh, however, uh, regular use of other abusive behaviors by the abuser when reinforced by one or more of acts of physical violence make up a large scope of abuse. So, uh, when I think back about it, like I said, originally I was at a doctor's appointment and uh, that's where it came into question. Where I first was informed that I was in the middle, or I should say, in the beginning stages of domestic violence. So, like I said, I was in the middle of a healthcare appointment um, when I was told, "Sayid, get up, so you don't get stuck." Um, patterns of abuse. Um, so they have, uh, or a lot of times they use. I've seen this before, and you know, when I went to counseling, it's called a power and control wheel. Um, this wheel basically, um,
1: this
0: wheel basically shows if you can, if you can think of a, I say pizza. <laughs> if you can think of a circle or pizza slices, you know, on on the platter. Um this circle highlights physical violence, suck uh physical violence sexual. And um, for example, using like I said earlier, using intimidation or using emotional abuse, um, the ultimate thing for the abuser is power and control over their um persons that they are abusing. Um, they can use coercion and threats. Um use economic abuse, preventing him or her from, you know, getting or keeping a job. Um, In the case, uh, there is also using male privilege, uh, using children, um, minimizing, denying, and blaming, um, isolation. These are just some of the different things, you know, um, that can be considered into being domestic violence. Um, The other thing um, I wanna say is a lot of times when people talk about domestic violence, they initially think, oh, this this just happens to women. Um, It happens to men too. Um, And You know, some people have said to me, well, that's crazy. A woman beating up on a man, you know, the man is oftentimes bigger than a woman. It don't matter. Domestic abuse is not just physical. Um, Although there are women, they get physical with men too. So I just want to bring that awareness um, that it's not just women that experience domestic violence. It is men as well. Um, how does domestic viol—sorry—how does domestic violence affect um, its victims? Um, it affects, or it can affect, affect you in a variety of ways. Um, it's like an emotional roller coaster, especially once you overcame your physical. Um, you know, if you have physical injuries, the emotional aspect is like a massive roller coaster. Um, I want to say, I spent a year after my my experience with domestic violence, questioning myself. Um, could I did something better? You know, it wasn't my fault. Self blaming, um, depression, feeling helpless, um, embarrassed. I definitely was embarrassed. Um, um, (laughs) Contemplating the relationship, um, getting back possibly in the relationship with the person, um, being judged. Uh, Then there was... (laughs) as crazy as it sounds, uh, still love the abuser. But apparently um, I was told in counseling that is oftentimes the case. A lot of times the um, person that experienced domestic violence still loves their abuser. You know, um, you go through emotional withdrawals. Uh, You distance yourselves from family or friends. Um, Sometimes you can be impulsive or aggressive. I used to have nights where I would rage, like complete anger and sadness would just take over me. And I would just, you know, pray and rock myself. And um, those were some long nights. I'll just say that. It was some definitely long nights afterwards. There's anxiety, um, some people have suicidal thoughts. Um, some people use alcohol or drugs to kind of cope with what they're going through. Um, then there's the thought of, okay, well maybe they'll change. Um, there's there's just a variety of different things, and it, and it's crazy. Um, those things um, are also the many reasons people return to their relationship um or their abusive relationship and i didn't return but it definitely was a thought you know that i had in my mind like you know it'll it'll get better or maybe i'm just tripping you know different things like that and it was it was very a very difficult time at that moment you know um in the U.S., an average of 20 people experience intimate partner physical violence every minute. Every minute, every 60 seconds, an average of 20 people experience some kind of some kind of intimate partner physical violence. That equates to more than 10 million abuse victims a year, and uh, one in four women. And one in nine men experience severe intimate partner physical violence. Um, Intimate partner contact sexual violence and or intimate partner stalking with impacts such as injury, fearfulness, post-traumatic stress disorder, so PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. And then there is the use of victim services um contracting stds so sexually transmitted diseases um, those are you know considered common things for domestic violence Um, one in three women and one in four men have experienced some form of physical violence by an intimate partner This includes a range of behaviors and in some cases might not be considered domestic violence. One in seven women and one in 25 men have been injured by an intimate partner. Um, These are just some statistics I'm giving you guys, by the way. Uh, One in 10 women have been raped by an intimate partner and, crazy enough, um, there is no data available on male victims. And that might be because um, they may be ashamed to speak up about it, you know? Um, there, there's a whole a host of reasons that that data may not be available. Um, but it happens and they, men are out there that have experienced the Mexican violence um, as well as uh, have been raped. Uh, one in seven women And one in 18 men have been stalked. Stalking causes the target to fear. um, and um, By fearing he or she or they, you know, more than one person or someone close to him or her or them will be harmed or killed. Um, On a typical day um, domestic violence hotlines nationwide receive over twenty thousand calls. Twenty thousand. <laughs> An abuser's access to a firearm increases the risk of intimate partner uh, femicide by four hundred percent. Four
1: hundred
0: percent. Your tablet needs to charge, honey bun. So yeah.
1: Not charge, mommy. Not charge, mommy.
0: Yeah, you. are you are on your tablet all day today, man. Um, intimate partner violence is most common against women between the ages of eighteen to twenty-four. Come on, come on. Can you say hi? You don't want to say hi now. Nineteen percent of intimate partner violence involves a weapon. Hi. Hi, Hi. So, this brings me to the next question: Why it matters?
1: Uh, it
0: matters because domestic violence.
1: Have
0: uh, a seat. and have a seat. Um, it matters because it affects more people than we know of. You know, then, we, then you naturally think of it's not just in one community. It's not just one race or gender or sexual orientation or, you know, socioeconomic status. It's the host of people that are affected by it. Um, and usually if there's physical abuse, there is emotional abuse and there's controlling behaviors also not too far apart from it. Um, but I just wanted to bring, basically, bring the domestic violence to awareness, um, to people's attention, um, when it comes to, like, sexual assault, one in five women and one in 59 men in the U.S. are raped during his or her lifetime. 9.4% 9.4% of women in the U.S. experience intimate partner sexual assault in their lifetime. And as far as stalking, I brought that up earlier, 19.3 million women and 5.1 million men in the U.S. have been stalked. And 66.2% of female stalking victims reported stalking by a current and former intimate partner. What you need help with Saeed? Right? Um, let's let's look at homicide. So, one in three female murder victims and one in 20 male murder victims are killed by an intimate partner. In a study of intimate partners, homicide found out 20% of victims were family members or friends of the abused partner, neighbors, persons who intervened, law enforcement responders, or bystanders. 72% of all murder suicides are perpetrated I got by intimate hand. partners. I got your hand. I got you, you got my hand? And only 34% of the people who are injured by intimate partners receive medical care for their injuries. Um, shedding light on economic effects of domestic violence. You got me, I got you. Victims of intimate partner violence lose a total of 8 million days of paid work each year, the equivalent of up to 32,000 full-time jobs. And intimate partner violence is estimated to cost the U.S. economy between $5.8 billion and $12.6 billion yearly and up to $0.1
1: billion. I'm sorry. Up to
0: 0.125 percent of the national gross domestic. Violence. That's so loud. Between 21 and 60 percent of victims of intimate partner violence lose their job due to reasons stemming from the abuse. Between i I'm sorry. Between 2003 and 2008. 142 women were murdered in their workplace by former or current intimate partners. This amounts to 22% of workplace homicides among women. I want to say... it, It definitely was hard trying to work after my experience with domestic violence... Um, I used to be a scheduler, a healthcare scheduler, and I would have moments where I would just break down, like I had to step away from my desk because my mind was constantly playing over that moment. Um, and this is maybe a couple months after my, you know, experience. Um, I want to say. I know for a fact, uh, because I had just had my son maybe three months prior, um, my body hurt. I felt like I had been hit by a car or a train. Like the physical pain I felt was just mind blowing. Like, and then on top of that, I had the mental pain. You know, I was just constantly going through my mind you know, replaying everything, asking myself, "What did I do wrong? Um, what did I miss?" You know, like it was—it was heavy. But it was hard. Um, it's something I really don't wish on anyone at all um, to experience. Um, not even my worst enemy. Um. So, again, don't ever think. When someone is in domestic violence. I want a donut, mommy. You want a donut? Hang on, man. I'll give you a donut. One second, you guys.
1: Mommy's strong,
0: mommy.
1: Mommy, Miss Strong. Mm-hmm. Say
0: strong. Yep, Saeed is strong. Okay, you guys, I'm back. Sorry about that. hawk, mommy. So, um, When is it a good time for a person that's experiencing domestic violence to escape their abuser? Um, Now, I know this isn't always possible. You know, unfortunately, sometimes it ends really badly. But I will say when it's safe. You don't need a popsicle. You have a whole donut. Safe. When it's safe. You know, definitely try to reach out. You know, like I keep giving out the 24 7 domestic me, violence mommy, hotline. Mommy,
1: mommy, yeah, uh, mommy,
0: telling someone that mommy, you mommy, know mommy, and trust that's going to help you.
1: you say it, don't say it.
0: Talking mommy, to your doctor. Um, you know, police. Um, anybody that is able to help you, you know, but you have to make sure you're safe. Um, Abusers repeatedly go to extremes to prevent the victim from leaving. Um, And leaving an abuser is the most dangerous time for a, you know, a person that is, Uh, A victim of domestic violence. Um, There is a study uh, and interviews with men who have killed their wives that either threatened uh, separation by their partner or actual separation were most often the participating events that led to you know the domestic violence victim being murdered. you kale, mommy? kale. Mommy make kale for breakfast. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. Um but yeah. Um there is a, a variety of you know things to keep in mind. So yeah. Thank you. Um
1: there
0: there can be a host of barriers to uh, escaping domestic violence relationships um including for example um a mix of good times love and hope along with the manipulation intimidating fear um that was one of my reasons you know i was like you know i got a lot of good you know memories i think that's what ate me up at the end you know like i was replaying in my head all the good times and you know, not the arguments and, um, and those majority of the arguments were just verbal. Um, there was that one argument that turned to physical. Um, but like I said, we play in our head, you know, like, you know, um, it'll get better. Um, they didn't mean that. They said they love me. Um, nobody else treated me like they did during the good times. And, um other other things is unsupported friends and family is a barrier um one thing that was definitely scary for me was knowing that I was about to become a single parent um and that is a another barrier for uh, many to escape their violence you know they're like, oh, I'm about to be a single parent. Um, it's about to be a struggle financially. You know, maybe I just need to stick it out, you know. Um, yep, she is sleep sight. Um You'd be surprised. There are many who are not aware of their access to safety and support. Um, they are can't sleep. There is fear of losing custody of their child, you know, especially if their partner say, you know, oh, I'll take you to court. You know, um, there, there's a variety of different, you know, things that could come to surface as to why a person uh, is it not leaving you, their mommy? domestic violence relationship.
1: It you, mommy?
0: I do see the house shoe. Um, some fear you? homelessness um some feel because of religion or cultural beliefs and practices that they need to stay Um, or they feel that a two-parent household is better for their child despite the abuse i will say from my own experience there is help out there um financial support you know a lot of people you know get to thinking, well, I don't want to be on uh, low income, you know, housing, getting food stamps and things of that nature, cash assistance from the the government. Like, that's a pride thing. I feel like personally and ego, um, you don't have to stay on that support system forever, but it is okay to use that to help you along the way to get back on your feet. as someone who has overcome those challenges, um, it is very possible to get through this. Um, I went to counseling several months after, after the domestic violence. Yep, it's, it's her book bag, that's correct. And, you know, I lap, needed mommy. someone to talk to, and I wanted to talk to someone who it's was not of it, immediate family and friends. Yep, it's her laptop site. Um, my
1: her, her laptop,
0: and it wasn't necessary that her I couldn't. Pen- I mommy. see her laptop site. Yes, I see it. Um, her her talking. phone. Yep, she's listening to her phone. Um, Listen I have family and, you know, friends that I could talk to, but sometimes you just need that person that's not connected to you to be able to speak to, um, a complete stranger. Um, Some people feel like, you know, talking to friends or family, they'll be judged. And um, although some people are lucky that their friends and family would not judge them, um, some people definitely do need that. I wasn't worried that people necessarily would judge me, but I just definitely needed a stranger to talk to. Um, I was lucky that my job that I worked at offered counseling uh, to employees. So if you are, you know, someone that may be experiencing domestic violence, you may want to start with, you know, counseling at your job. You know, and work your way up from there until you gain the strength to leave your abuser.
1: Um, a a
0: Every day
1: a back. is
0: different, um, it gets can't better over time, be um, you Cat, will become stronger can't
1: again. Be um, can't
0: can't sleep, baby, I met a, a lady who also had went through domestic violence, and she was a single mom, and she said things was rough in the beginning, but,
1: book. You know, through her, book, yep,
0: I see her book, through her fighting to, uh, live for herself and her child, um, she, you, you know, the cat, things definitely got mommy? better, she became a homeowner, see cat, I see the cat, Saeed, uh, her see career took off, uh, she definitely
1: Hello. Uh, Hello. brings awareness
0: yes i brings awareness to domestic violence and
1: uh she yeah is your so is your headphone.
0: i see the headphones. phone there's a lot when it comes to domestic my violence mommy? Um, you're not by yourself there are people out there that will listen. There are people out there that will help you. Hey,
1: mommy! Hey, mommy! Hey, mommy!
0: And being a single parent, go back and forth. men and woman, eyesight. Hey, hey, mommy. Eyesight. Mommy. Hey, mommy. Hey, hey, mommy. hey, hey, man. Hey, come on, bring it in. Come on, give me a hug. Uh uh-huh. Yeah, give me a hug. Give mommy a hug. Give mommy men and women. Talk. Oh, big hug, baby. Big love. I love you. <laughs> Have a seat. Have a seat. Sit so next Um, uh, men are men and women are affected by domestic violence.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: just as much as men are single, there are single fathers and there are single mothers, and it's not the end of the world. You can be a successful uh, at sight, hot. hot. candle is hot. Do not touch. Hot. Yes. Do not touch. Leave it alone.
1: Um, I I'm, I'm a
0: hot, I uh, We can do another hug. Let's go. i take God on hugs. Yes. I love you. Oh, big squeeze. I will see you. There you go. Um, so, don't let that deter you from being successful and taking your life back. Or bringing order back to your is life. Is it pop, pop? Um, Where, you
1: see it, Mommy?
0: I see it, Saeed. It mm. it, you
1: see it? What is
0: this? A teapot. A teapot. Teapot. Pot, pot, pot. pot. pot, 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 pot. Teapot. Teapot. Yes. Good job. Teapot. He drinks tea.
1: Yes. It's teapot.
0: Yep. Don't touch the mic. Nope, nope. So, take your power back. I I encourage you take your power back. Start a journal. Oh, thank you. Wait, 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 Saeed. Watch mommy's microphone. Have a seat. Mommy's
1: microphone. There's mommy's Uh, microphone.
0: Right there. Have a seat.
1: Mommy's microphone.
0: Thank you. So, um, start a journal. Um, write your thoughts out. Um, it's okay to Find a counselor to speak to. Um, There's plenty of resources to help you. You're not alone. There are many that have been in your shoes that are there to offer offer you support, you know, whether it's someone to talk to, you know, whatever. Um, You do not have to stay in your situation. Um, I can't stress enough. I just want any person that may be going through domestic violence to be safe because safety is definitely primary. Your safety comes first, but definitely look for a way out. And I love you. Um, You're not alone. Um, So yeah. Domestic violence people. Uh, Again, if you feel like you are in a domestic abuse relationship and you want to be anonymous and you want your information confidential, there is the National Domestic Violence Hotline, and it's 24-7. So 2 a.m. or 2 p.m., someone will pick up that line to hear you. Um, And again, that line is one 800 799 Safe, which is 800
1: 799 7233
0: When you get a chance? Check out I the National Bado, Coalition Bado, Against Bado. Domestic Violence. I love you. So <laughs> and that's N C A D B and yeah. as a Nancy. C hat. <laughs> A is in apple, and B is in David. B is in Victor. dot org. N-C-A-D-V.org. the National yeah. Coalition Against Domestic yeah. Violence. Any kind of information you want on domestic violence, drinking, I do encourage it, mommy. you to um, Drink it, mommy. check their website I'm out drinking, mommy. and um, look into your community. Um. You know, uh, back into uh, back in Ohio, um, the city, their information line was two one one. You know, they got resources for you. There's there's a endless amount of resources out there. You are not alone. Um, a lot of these social media websites, Facebook, um, they have groups, support groups, um, organizations that you know are out there to bring awareness of domestic violence and things of that nature, they all will listen. And if they don't have answers for you, they definitely know resources to point you to to get you that help you need. You are not alone, I promise you. You are not alone. So um, with that being said, I'm going to wrap up this episode. Um, This has been um, Real. Very real, very raw. Um, but thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in to Hayati. This is your girl Jasmine and I will talk to you guys next episode. Love you. Bye bye.
1: Yay!